Hey, podcast listeners, it's Will at Willosophy. I just got off a conversation with a friend of mine who's asked me, <clears throat> why is it taking me 40 years to start Willosophy? Um, <clears throat> and, and, and what are kind of my kind of key takeaways in the last 18 months? So I just wanted to share with you what I, what I said to him was, um, so for 40 years is, 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 is basically my life up until now and it's taken me 40 years to experience and, and see the stuff that I've seen traveled the world met people networked and, and done things that I thought I would never uh, never do uh, so all of that is is philosophy is world's philosophy on, on life and business and, and, and career and you know I started philosophy in anger in, in 2017 and one of the things that I really wanted to put together in philosophy was an entrepreneur's course uh, understand what it really means to be an entrepreneur and, and go through some of the, the wars and the battles. Uh, so I started a fintech. I was roped into a fintech as, as part of a business coach. And that, that took me on a roller coaster ride for about uh, 15 months, um, you know, getting 3.7 million US dollars investment from an angel investor, um, putting out a platform that you can trade uh, online, et cetera, et cetera. And starting, you know, with philosophy now, uh, or re- restarting philosophy again, uh, I've, I've taken a shotgun approach to uh, looking at the markets, uh, the, the type of people that would want philosophy, the, the location, the contents, the platforms, etc. Uh, and I've tried that for two months just to test the waters. And now I'm honing in with a probably you know, a sniper rifle on certain uh, target audiences, the platforms I want to push content on, etc., etc. So the, the kind of key takeaways uh, I provided to my friend was, you know, to, to do it really is to know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really a true believer of, of, of my own ethos, which is, you know, if I want to put together an entrepreneur's uh, workshop for the youth and, and allow them to have choice and understand what business looks like at a younger age, I really have to go through that myself. And one of the things that popped up in my head was I've seen lots of people that are doing training now and what really annoys me is the people that learn about a particular subject but have never practiced what they're preaching it's like training teachers to teach but never having ever taught or stepped into a school to teach yourself Uh, and I find that fascinating that in today's market people still believe that a certificate proves that they are an expert. They are not an expert. An expert is when you've had years of experience and you can tell true stories that you've experienced yourself or your peer group have experienced to then impart onto the audience. Um, So to do it really is to know. Otherwise, I think uh, you're a fraud, you're a fake. So when I go on courses now, I always make sure that the people that are teaching me or showing me the ropes have actually got stories and battle scars to tell me. Otherwise, they're just regurgitating stuff they learned from a course online or offline two or three months ago uh, or from the internet, which, you know, they're, they're starting to charge stupid amounts of money now because it's the vogue, it's a thing people want to upskill themselves. So even with my LinkedIn workshop, I experimented with LinkedIn for a year before I put my workshop together because I know the tricks of the trade now for LinkedIn. I've, I've experienced it. I've got evidence to prove to it. And I can tell you the ups and downs that I have. So the, the key takeaways, like I said, was 
to do it to know, you have to experience and, and be in the battle to actually talk about a battle. And the second thing is patience. Um, don't try to boil the ocean. Uh, be patient, do your market research and understand that you're not going to be able to focus on every single um, target market uh, and product, but also focusing on what your strengths are and, and what you really truly believe that your product is uh, and take your time. You know, I've used six weeks to experiment. Um, I've had some downs, trust me, disappointments and failures, but that only made me stronger. So one, to do is to know. Two is to be patient. And three is to know what your product and audience really, really wants. So given that, uh, I believe that philosophy uh, is taking shape. I think we have a long way to go. Uh, I'm currently putting my strategy document together after my experience in the last 19 months now, and then helping the people that are working with me in philosophy to be a little bit more focused. Um, and that's it, really. Just wanted to share that. If you have any comments or want to subscribe, please um, do so. And I'll speak to you soon. This is Will at Will at Philosophy. Hey, listeners of Philosophy, this is Will. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And uh, today I wanted to really um, wrap up and or probably just uh, record a podcast based on the Lean In Guangzhou Balance for Better event that I attended and I was a guest speaker at on Sunday the 21st of April 2019. And it was the fifth year anniversary of Lean In Guangzhou um, for female leadership. And uh, the event was based around a Read China report about females in the workplace. Uh, and the key findings were, were of seven points, basically. So the, the first was that the standard of success for women in the workplace was self-realization. That was the first point. The second point was that uh, there's still a great obstacle for professional women balancing their work and life balance at home. The third point that came out in the report was that it's not that women don't want to be promoted, but they feel that they cannot be promoted because of their self-struggles of the balance of the work at home and at, at work itself. Uh, the fourth point that came out in the report was that the females felt that the higher positions they held, there was a greater challenge about gender equality. Uh, and fifth, at work, the women uh, most needed was was recognition and, and respect uh, of, of all the other things that were that were um, that were highlighted. Uh, the sixth point was that the workplace mother still wants to work, uh, but they feel that there needs to be a greater degree of flexibility in the workplace and 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 the policies put in place at work. And and a final uh, finding in the report was that <clears throat> caring for women isn't just at a workplace. I think they wanted more attention paid to them by their their spouses. Uh, with uh, with respect to mutual assistance and, and a collaboration in in, in the workplace, uh, sorry, in in the home. So, <clears throat> in terms of my role in the event, um, and you know, I, I I was able to give. Uh, it, so basically, it was a, a panel discussion, and then it was breakout 
with eight guest speakers to talk about their views and opinions of the report and and and, and basically to give hope to the the audience so i was really humbled and privileged to be one of the three guest speakers on on the panel and uh and so these are the things that i kind of shared in in the panel and in the uh in the group discussion so let, let me start off with the panel discussion uh, i'll pose three questions the first question was are you seeing self-realization and take control of your own career for females uh, as a trend or are you seeing this in in your experience uh, working within the organization and around the world and my answer was was basically this was was yes of course i'm seeing this trend i'm seeing this trend more in foreign companies in china uh, and and this is very very normal because it is i mean i've worked all over the world and i've worked within different corporate and and country cultures where i believe that there's a greater emphasis on 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 females now so for me the 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 kind of um results that came out on this report about self-realization isn't really surprising to me because i know this that this is a trend especially in the west however and to see this in china is very very pleasing and i think the reason for for this uh, uptrend of women taking control of their careers are uh, due to tv due to a greater kind of uh, social media platform that promotes uh, female equality and uh I also think that there's a mindset of the generation Z who uh are coming through out of university now wanting to do something different uh with a, a, a can do and a want to do attitude which is influencing the the the, the females that are that are born in the 70s and the 80s and I think that's that's had a, a an influence as well in China at the same time I think there's a there's a a change in men's attitudes i think uh men are starting to realize in china that uh, women do have a place in in the workforce not just as uh staff but also as leaders so uh that was my answer to to the first question the second question was uh, as a leader will and an entrepreneur do you support the working mother uh and of course being uh an enterprise leader before in my corporate life and and and, and running teams uh, globally and 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 worked working in an organization that promotes diversity and inclusion and there's a a work stream for that called nurture i think for for me i've had the opportunity to uh put in place firsthand uh nurseries as an example uh in guangzhou where my last team shall i say was uh over 10,000 people of which 73% were females and half of those were were working mothers so for me to have the ability and the I, almost audacity to say hey why don't we you know put nurseries in uh, co-work with some uh, nurseries and, and and facilitate the working mothers in terms of their working hours uh the proximity of the nursery to to the to the to to our um work campuses was was something that I was able to do but at the same time <clears throat> um my management team was in chinese it was called uh gaolam lo okay so uh gaolam yat lo which was uh, nine men and one female okay and 
over time, I think over over the over the span of three or four years, uh, that turned to 70 percent women and thirty percent men in, in terms of leadership on on my management table. So, in terms of promoting females, I mean, and those and those females were all working mothers. Okay, and and it goes to show that, you know, with the the, the right intervention, the the right opportunities, and obviously meritocracy, uh, females can be promoted into very very senior positions. Uh, and and for me, I've always wanted to and have done is 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 have those conversations with uh, mothers or mothers to be. I, re- I remember one of my directs came into my office and she said, "Hey, Will, um, I'm pregnant." And I said, "Well, that's that's wonderful news." And she says, "Well, it is, but I'm 36 and and I I feel that it's going to put a, a stop to my career. Uh, I really want to go and take this job opportunity in Hong Kong." And I don't think that's going to happen now. So, you know, it was a tough conversation in terms of uh, how her body would feel, how she would mentally feel after she gave birth. Um, but when she did return back to work, this this particular female individual, we we allocated time for her to work from home on a, on a Monday and a Friday and, and flexible hours in between that. And and slowly, bit by bit, while she did miss her, her son and she wanted to be home, she she got that fighting spirit back. And um, and she has progressed her career. She's uh, she's she's ironically the the uh, the trade union leader of of the the company that she works for now, uh, and and she looks after um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people's well being and and those people being mothers as well. So it's 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 interesting to see how the report also talks about uh, mothers sixty uh, percent. And more mothers wanting to really drive their careers after coming back from from maternity leave, so that's that's really positive. But you know, I, I also talked about that there, there still needs to be a, a lot of things that have to be put in place to to better support. Uh, not it's not just the maternity rooms and the flexible working hours. I, I think there needs also to be an education around uh, how to uh, educate men in terms of how they treat women in the workplace and, 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 and for them to understand what it means to be a working mother. Um, so some, some, some male leaders growing up in China uh, are in their 60s, 70s and, and, and 80s who who have this background culture in, in, in Chinese where, you know, the, the men are the breadwinners and women should stay at home. So I think there needs to be a greater degree of, of education and awareness for, for those guys. Um the last question that was posed to me is, do, do you help around the home? And, um, you know, I, I, I confess that I actually, I'm, I'm quite strange. I quite like housework. I quite like um, hoovering and mopping and, 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 and chopping and cooking and cleaning because it is, it's, it's me time. It allows me to uh, have my own time and do some thinking. But, you know, to, to speak for other men that I know in China and my friends and, and some uh, co-workers, some of them, in fact, most of them are very, very aware and, and um, cognizant about the fact that they need to be good house husbands and partners um, and boyfriends because they know that um, giving birth to a child and then looking after the home is is uh, a, a massive, massive feat for, for females. And it's not about um, them just, you know, taking money home but also being part of that journey to 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 help with the raising a child and, and helping with their housework so they, they do talk about it with me and I've got a friend who refuses to answer the phone after 10 
p.m. because for him that's his family time. Uh, so there is a change. I think that's changing a bit more. I think society in China has allowed men to show their emotions a little bit more, and it doesn't mean it's a sign of weakness. So I think it's fantastic that men are starting to help a, a, a lot more. And the reports, um, whilst ha- haven't suggested that men do because they haven't um, interviewed the men. Uh, my first-hand experience is that the people that I come in contact with, my, my male friends, they they are very cognizant and aware that this this is a uh, something they need to uh, step up on. Um, so my theme or, or my topic around uh, balance for better was uh, the concept of mindset. I mean, m- listeners of philosophy know that a lot of things are, are mindset, and so I, I I posed a few questions to my my group when I speak to them about mindset, and I, and I said to them, "Look, I think um, rightly or wrongly, history and and evolution." Uh, dictates that you know the, the female is is a reproducer of life okay a, a man you know from a caveman era uh, are hunter gatherers rightly and wrongly that's uh, how we've evolved in society uh, up until you know maybe 100 150 years ago where you know women started to come out to work uh, into the workplace uh, so so recognize it uh, that, that that's history but that the mindset is do they want to change that and do they want to push for that gender equality uh, so, so, so that's mindset number one and the second part of mindset is uh, from a Chinese culture point of view a lot of the things in the report they may not witness and felt firsthand uh, such as the workplace policies flexible working etc etc so the first thing is do you believe what you're reading in that report Okay. The second is, if you do believe it, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to react to this? How are you going to define your direction and then your goal and those actions towards those goals to make sure that you become uh, the person you want to be in the workplace and in the home as a, as a female? Okay. I also ask them to think about in terms of mindset that as a mother and a guardian of the home... If, if that's the way you feel, I see that that role is a CEO. Technically, that's a CEO of the household. Now, I think you can consider to gearing your mindsets in terms of when you have self-doubt or self-confidence, that actually, if you're CEO of the home, you can take those qualities and become the CEO within a company. Um, I've, I've seen teams led by females become... Um, more successful and uh, they deliver more because of the way of the way they deliver not what they deliver men are quite power hungry as the report shows and and sometimes uh, it's competitive for them to deliver whereas a female-led team uh, there's more diversity there's more empathy there's more emotional intelligence and and eq about how they deliver so i think there's a greater emphasis in, in in the workplace now it's not just about what you deliver but also how you deliver and, and the last mindset is that the mindset also needs to change from a, from a man's point of view. Okay, I think as, as we talked about, history and culture has influenced how men behave around women and, and, and how they dictate themselves and um, how they think things should be run. I think as a mother, uh, as, a, as, a, as a working mother, uh, 
there needs to be education and awareness to men. So, 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 so no, I, I don't speak for all men, but I know some men are quite ignorant and stubborn. And But once they understand and they know, they, they, they were very willing to change. So I think there needs to be an education programme uh, and their, their mindsets need to change. And if, if you do have boys as, 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 as children, as sons, then uh, I would advocate that you educate him to be a well-balanced and diverse child and understand that equality is the norm uh, and hopefully we will have a, a child with a mindset a boy with a mindset that grows up with a, um, a nurtured uh, or, or natural thinking around equality rather than a policy nurtured thinking and mindset around equality uh, so so that that's basically my sharing for today's podcast it's just that i there were people that weren't able to attend the event because it was sold out very very quickly uh some people didn't get an opportunity to listen because we had to break off in groups of um 15 and, and there were eight groups so so this podcast is to reach out to all of the other females that wanted to listen to some of my sharing uh and hopefully you you found it useful and um happy for you to leave comments below to whether you're subscribing to and I hope to work with more and more females because they've made me who I am today. And I thank them very much for that. So that's it. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Will. Will at Philosophy.